0: Dr. Madenchi, good morning.
1: Good morning, family. How are you guys?
0: Very well. How are well, you, we good?
1: Doc? <laughs> we good. I'm glad you're all good. Owen, are you okay?
0: I'm trying to stay well, Doc. It's been a long lockdown and it's been difficult, I must say. I struggled last week, but I bounced back nice and strongly this week.
1: Okay, wonderful. Okay, let's get into it then.
0: I mean, Doc, you have someone um, who is out there living alone because it's been like that even before lockdown. Now Mm -hmm. lockdown kicks in. Is there anything to consider, to think about? Are we going to start feeling strange? Are we going to feel even more lonely? Because I'm thinking if I'm used to living alone, surely I'm well trained for this sort of situation.
1: You, you, the, your choice of words is very powerful. Let's make a distinction between living alone or being alone and and being mm. lonely. Because the mm. sense of loneliness is more emotional than psychological um, aspects of it. Because you can be alone for most of the year. Mm. You're living alone in your flat. You know you're cooking for yourself. You're managing your time. Because you've got other things that keep you meaningfully engaged, you do not feel loneliness. But now for somebody who is struggling with being alone, you can find that they actually Tired of listening to their internal voice, their internal chatter. They are tired of being within their own space. They're feeling down. They're feeling depressed, or they don't have the energy to go through their usual routines. And they recognize it's not about being physically alone, but it's about emotional and psychologically feeling that I am alone. And the, the loneliness goes also with questions about your own self worth—that you're not good enough, that people do not want you, that uh, there's something wrong with you, that you're feeling rejected, you are feeling abandoned, and. Those types of emotions are the things we want people to be mindful of. So we're making a distinction between being alone and actually feeling that sense of loneliness. That it could be one of those indications that you are not okay emotionally and psychologically. You need to reach out to a mental health care professional.
0: Okay, so at this point then, Doc, I mean, if that is my reality, how do I go about managing the situation? Because, yes, I can identify the issues, the problems, or my current situation, yeah. but how do I make sure that it doesn't ultimately paralyze me and, you know, limit my progress or even my general growth?
1: So, so when you are struggling with loneliness, recognize that this is a temporary state of affairs. It's not forever. It's not going to last forever. And I mentioned that because you'll be surprised when you're, you missed In a situation, it gets overwhelming. It feels like Mm. the whole world is coming to an end. It feels like this one. I mean, the people who tell you, 15 minutes takes forever Mm. to just watch it go past. The nights are certainly very, very long. The days are very, very long. But recognize that it's a temporary measure. And then because it's a a temporary state of affairs, recognize that it's not about you. It's not because of you. It's not that you are alone and you're feeling lonely and Mm. empty Mm. because there's something wrong with you. It is what is happening because of the pandemic. Yes, you might also recognise that some people are not as close to you as you would have liked. other relationships are there with you because of uh, you are the one who's constantly reaching out so there 's an opportunity then to reflect about those relationships, about who are the people who are actually checking up on me, who are the ones who are you know wanting and missing my interaction with them and who are the ones who are actually just vampires. They just take from me for me to make them feel better rather than uh, having reciprocity in the relationships. The other thing that you can do is recognize what the possibilities of accepting that you are alone, what it looks Mm -hmm. like. And when I say accepting it, I mean, what can you do constructively to keep this time when you are alone to still feel meaningfully engaged? This might be, for example, still reaching out to those people who are significant to you, having a routine, it's important. That gym jam that you're doing in the morning at six o'clock, it's important to continue exercising. Um, Also think about how you can begin to connect with yourself. And this is simple things, because typically people think when we're talking about self-care and connecting with you or using me time, we mean necessarily sitting down and just meditating. Other times it's just simply plaiting your hair or cutting your nails or rearranging your cupboards or today deciding that, okay, right now I'm gonna wash all my shoes. Mm-hmm. Doing something that nurtures, that honors you, but also exercising self-compassion is a, is, a, is another thing. And self-compassion has to do with the types of conversations that you are having about yourself with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know how you end up saying, hey, you know I'm stupid, hey, nobody likes me, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that show you that you're not being compassionate to yourself, and you need to put them in a positive way. Hmm. <laughs>
2: Doctor, and what about, um, you know, people who may have had pre-existing feelings Of loneliness um, and what are some of the coping strategies that they can maybe implement I know you're speaking about the different activities that that we can engage in um, but just also just in a in a loving way to ourselves how can we continue to just you know we actually had someone who sent us a voice note earlier and they're saying they've started talking to themselves how do we know that what we're doing is is healthy or getting to a point that it's unhealthy
1: it is not having whatever it is that I am doing to cope. It is not elevating my my mood. It's I don't I no longer buy it. You know, you know, you no longer buy your own BS. You are aware that ah, usually I would cook and it would make me feel better. But right now I am not feeling better. Usually I would be doing this and I would be doing that. The effects of it, even if they are positive, they might be short-lived. But I cannot sustain the sense of feeling okay about it. And I started with talking about it that way because sometimes some of us are very difficult in acknowledging that we are depressed or that we have depressive symptoms. Mm. And it is in those situations when you're realizing my mood is not elevating. I'm fluctuating between feeling very, very down and feeling like, you know what, life is not worth it anymore. I really don't feel like I'm loved. I'm you know, I'm not good enough. To feeling oh everything is okay. But those those emotions are vacillating extremely from being very high to very low. Or I am constantly in a very low I don't feel like waking up. I don't feel like doing anything. And When it's you, you know it's not the same as Paul saying, I'm not changing my sweater, I've been wearing the same sweater every day. You know that this is much deeper. And if that's you, Mm. you really need to reach out to a mental health care professional. We're doing sessions via Skype. You can call SEDEC. There are toll-free numbers where you can um, speak to a professional. And when you are in crisis, we will get you in hospital if that's what it requires. But it's important that you are honest with yourself. More importantly, keep those regular check-ins with your family members. Tell them that you are not doing okay and let let them touch base with you um, on a regular basis to check that you are okay with you.
0: Dr. Madenji joins us uh, on the line. She is a psychologist, life coach and personal change catalyst. We're talking about this feeling of being alone and the feeling of loneliness. And uh, Pearl also alluded to something that may have been there even before the lockdown, where now we have a lockdown situation, uh, potentially making things even worse. Anything that you'd like to share with us, we are listening. You can either tweet us and hashtag The Morning Flavor or you can call us on 89 uh, 110 We've got a couple of comments here, Doc, and I just want to read uh, a few tweets here. Uh, There's one that comes in from Sinetemba underscore S. Sinetemba says, my loneliness has always been a luxury, in other words, by choice. However, the lockdown has taught me to appreciate people. Mm -hmm. Also, for someone who's always stayed alone, this time gave me time to grieve my late mom in peace without colleagues and disturbances. Uh, Can we talk about the opportunities here, Doc, that... um, being alone can present uh, more on a positive note.
1: Yeah. Um, look, the, the, one of the things, so that, that appreciation, mm-hmm. that you know what? I work very hard. Wow, I've achieved this. Initially when I started this way I was five years ago, now I've been able to do this and that and that. So having a gratitude journal helps. The other thing is to also appreciate what it is about the people around you that actually make you who you are, how you got it this far. And that's part of you, not just connecting uh, mentally and recognizing people who are significant in your life, but it's also emotional to register their impact on you. It might be people who are, lo- who are late, it might be people who are alive. And I love what Snee is mm-hmm. saying, because of sometimes we only want to appreciate people, for example, that we've lost when we are feeling sad about it. But when, when we're actually in a good place, we don't say, you know what, I achieved this and this because of this person. I remember my mm-hmm. grandmother took her last hundred rent and paid for me to go on a taxi to go and and register. Wow, that woman was powerful. And you can show it as well, for example, in terms of doing journals, you know, taking pictures, looking at all of those pictures and writing messages about them. You can record uh, poems. You can record stories and letters to them. You can also literally look at old videos and listen to music. I've been listening to music that my uncle likes to play when we are and telling my kids about those stories. So when you are lonely and alone, in that house, connect with people through music. The other part is when you are doing these things it is important to be able to leave those situations and allow yourself to come back in the day so that you get trapped, You don't get trapped in them we need to be able to recognize that I still have to deal with the day as it is, so coming back and reconnecting with the current reality becomes important so planning for my future also is an opportunity, maybe I want to review my finances, maybe I want to look at what I want to do when I come back in terms of my job or I want to study further so also look at how do I make my life become the best version of what it could possibly be and also how do I become the best version of what I could possibly be as a person moving forward, how will I show up to be a better version of myself
2: Alright, we have a, a call on the line, we've got Nuntla Andla who lives alone and has her own contribution, Nuntla <coughs> good morning <coughs>
1: so yeah, p- Nuntla go ahead <coughs> All
2: right. I uh, don't know if we've lost her. Oh, uh, seems like we've lost her, uh,
0: unfortunately,
2: Doc.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Doc, can I, I just wanted to ask you, you mentioned uh, that the you know medical professional seeking help can be quite expensive, but there are toll-free numbers to call. Should you have that urge of loneliness and needing to speak to somebody, uh, what, what numbers can we call in, in case they do need it?
1: I'm going to try and Google it very really quickly as I speak you now, but SADC is one of those organizations. I also volunteer mm. at SADC. A whole lot of other psychologists and psychiatrists and uh, social workers for that matter um, um, volunteer for CEDEC. Um And if you just Google them on your phone, I uh, don't know if my yeah. phone is, my thing is hanging now, but you can literally contact SADC and call at any time. It's a 24-hour free helpline. Um, Let me see if the number appears here. You can also go on Twitter, at The SADC, and post your messages. You can also go on the Facebook. Sometimes we do Facebook Fridays where we allow Mm -hmm. people to post uh, and ask questions. So you can also go on Facebook Fridays um, and speak to a mental health care professional. Um, It is important that you realize that it's not about them. Okay, here's the number. It's 0800... 21-22-23 21-22-23 or the 24-hour uh, helpline is 0800 456 789. Don't let money stop you from reaching out. Yeah. Mm. Don't let airtime time stop you. You can literally also tell them to say you can give them a please call me. They will call you back mm. and talk to you and these are qualified uh, professionals who will speak to you and try and help you to just go over this crisis and then also give you strategies on how to cope going forward.
0: Mm. I mean, we've got a tweet here from Sandile Trust saying I'm home alone during lockdown and it is not a good experience. That sense of loneliness is killing me. I mean, Sandile, really, 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 um, my heart goes out to you, bro, because I don't even know the depth at which um, you are relating the story to us. Doc, what do you say um, to someone like Sandile?
1: Yes, um, um, the last thing that I want to talk about was that let's recognize the points of discomfort. The truth is, you're gonna call somebody and they can talk you through them, the crisis that you are having. But ultimately, there are fundamental issues that are making you feel this deeply sad or, or depressed or feeling that life is not worth it anymore. And it's important to go to those to those areas and recognize them what they are. Perhaps it's because of you feeling rejected by your family members, you're feeling abandoned. Perhaps there's things about you that are misaligned. You are not happy with who you are. You're not living your true self, your authentic self. But also it might be because of you're struggling to engage with people in a healthy way. You're finding that you have toxic relationships around you, whatever the issue might be. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your job. So it's important that you recognize what your point of discomfort is. One of the key things is that when you recognize what your point of discomfort, is now you know what the source or the trigger is then you need to learn to manage your emotions people are uncomfortable with difficult emotions we only want to either be happy Mm -hmm. or feel good we struggle with being sad we struggle with being angry with being anxious and we think if i just have a pill or i just do something to distract myself to go away no so some of the skills that you need to learn is how do i manage difficult emotions